A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Welcome to Red Men News. Happy Friday. I am Ross Chanley, joined today by Jack Gill. Uh, lots to talk about, as always, some of Liverpool news uh, the Premier League latest on their meeting that they're having, some kit stuff, some FIFA stuff, some stuff I don't really care about, to be honest. But, you know, you might do. So it's not all about me. It's about you as well. Uh, first of all, Jack, how are we? Good. Um, you've just reminded me that it's Friday. Um, so that, that that's a good start. Um, I didn't sleep until 3pm today. So today is a good day. Thanks for turning up today, Jack. Really appreciate that. Um, we're going to start off with some stuff. As I mentioned, I don't really care about kit stuff, but, you know, a lot of people do. Uh, there's been some leaks that came out yesterday or the day before. Uh, Liverpool obviously partner up with, with Nike uh, for next season. Uh, they said they're going to wait for the season to finish or what happens with that, so new balance have the rest. Um, but this is from 40 Headlines. Uh, using our exclusive leak, Turkish kit expert at EAUVS Payne have created a render of the Nike Liverpool 2021 home kit, uh, which has caused, you know, a couple of people to, to kick off about certain things. Um, I found this in my cupboard upstairs, um, which has somehow shrunk uh, in the year or so that it's been up there. Nothing to do with me putting on weight in, in, the, uh, in the lockdown. Um, but it was the colour that kind of kicked people off, Jack, wasn't it? You know, so this is, a, I think you call it a teal, teal green. Uh, but a lot of people go, no, it's, it's blue, I don't like it, whatever. But, you know, what are your thoughts on, on the kit? I like it. I think it looks smart. I like the whole Nike element. I think they've smartened the kit up. Um, I like the, the trims. Um, you know, I, I think there was a similar leak around a few weeks ago um, where it was just white, the trims. And I, I do probably prefer that. But, you know, it's something different. It's something we've not had in a while. And, and you know, when, when you put that top on today, it, it does look like, it does look quite similar to that, just a darker shade of red. Um, but, you know, I... I, I like it. As Tom said before, it, it did look better when, when all these people that make the concepts put it on a player. It, it looks a lot better then than it does when you just see it uh, as it is on this um, footy headliners article. But yeah, I, I'm a fan of it, to be honest. I'm glad you mentioned that, Jack, because that's what I've got next. Uh, hopefully Tom's got it on the screen, but someone's done a mock-up of, of Trent in the kit. Um, it, do, it, does look, it does look pretty smart. Um, where, where do you stand on all the footy leaks and uh, the kit stuff, Jack, when they, when they come out? Like, Personally, as a 30-year-old man, I don't really care. I can't justify spending £60 on the shirt. And without sounding miserable, you know, I just look like I've lost my carer if I, if I wear a football top. He's uh, <laughs> laughing his head off in the background there. And I was like, I'm not bothered, but some people seem to get really excited about it and really bothered. And, and credit to the people that, that do the mock-ups like that, because fair enough, like, like that's a proper skill. I, I admire stuff like that, but I just can't find it in myself to, to care. I, I try and collect them, so I try and get every, okay. every kit every year, but I, I'm not... I'm not excited about the leaks. I'd much rather them come out when they come out and, and happy days. Um, but, you know, a lot of people seem 
keen on on leaking them every year and 40 headliners are, are one that do um they've shown a few of the kits there's also um the away kit that came out a few weeks before this that now obviously with the color of the trim of this kit looks likely that that may be uh, a real kit as well so you know it, it's interesting but I, I'm not too asked. Yeah, let us know your thoughts in the comments below. I'm just going to take some words from Chris Page. I think as long as Liverpool wear in red, and as long as they're winning games, I don't care what, what they wear. Um, something else, which might be some of your ball, ballpark area, Jack, um, is EA have released FIFA updates for the Liverpool players. Um, FIFA 20 with eight Liverpool players. See the details changed on the game. I'm not going to read the whole article. Um, <laughs> Because again, I don't really care. But you know, it's things like Fabinho's had a trait removed. Uh, the Brazilian midfielder has had the solid player trait removed from his profile on FIFA 20 uh, on the game according to EA Sports. This trait means that a player with this trait has a reduced chance of getting injured uh, when a collision occurs. Jack, what difference has this made to your life? Not much, to to be honest with you. Um, I mean, you say this. How often do you play FIFA? too much um, for the standard of the actual game but you know it's like Wijnaldum his strength's been improved by two so he must have been hitting the gym during lockdown um, you know it's it's very minor stupid updates um, but you know there's there's people out there that will really enjoy these updates but I'm not one of them because there's much more things EA need to be doing to improve that game right now so I don't want to get into all of that Do you know how you can improve it Jack? How? By playing Pez? Play Pez instead, mate, yeah. Um, right, we're going to move on to some more pressing issues. Stuff that I am interested in, stuff that does concern me in my life, because uh, this is all about me. Uh, there is, of course, a Premier League meeting which is being held today. Uh, I think it's this morning, obviously, the, the Premier League clubs are coming together. Uh, another article from the Echo here just discussing, well, what will be discussed. Uh, the main point of call is likely to be the current suspension of fixtures and where the Premier League go from here. Uh, while it's always been believed that the Premier League are keen to finish the current campaign, reports have begun to surface over the last few days claiming that a large number of clubs are keen to settle the season by June the 30th. And it was a proposal which was officially put to the Premier League, then it would require a 14-club majority to approve any decision. And Jack, this is kind of based on something which has also been brought up before in the past couple of weeks of that date 30th of June, significant in the fact that it's when you know players' contracts run out and you know they're going to require extensions or you know what what's the what's the process behind that? If you know if you can if there's a way forward, I think maybe they will go for that. Um, but again, with everything we said so far this season, it's this period. Sorry, everything's far up in the air. I don't see the, the need besides that to put a, a, a date on things. Uh, absolutely. I, I think the reason there's that date at the minute, that 30th of June date, is because they've still not sorted these contracts out, and that's the main. Th- Thing right now, there's there's the the people like David Silva who were obviously going to play their last game for their club and, and are definitely moving on. Their contracts finish on the 30th of June, and and that's that. Then then not assigned to the club. They don't have a club in a. You know, that's the Jack, first thing. Losing, you know, yeah. There's still things wrong at the minute with. Go on, you back. Just repeat that again. The, the, Several things going going on at the minute um, with contracts, uh, and I know Sky put out an article this morning to to do with it as well. Um, so I, I think it's that's one of the main issues right now, and that's why that date is looming over. So I think that's one one of these things that the Premier League need to sort out sooner rather than later. 
Um, but but yeah, I, I think there's a lot of things that they need to talk about right now. Gary Neville said it the other day. Um, even the government at the minute are do, doing daily press conference co- press conferences and trying to keep everyone in the loop. And I feel like football should be doing uh, a similar thing and keeping everyone in the loop with what's going on with football right now because. All, all clubs in the EFL who need to know what's going on because they're, they're days away from losing the football club, they need updates, Ross. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll, we'll quickly skip towards that then because I've got that on the agenda as well. And there's, there's a video clip that's on Twitter, um, on, on Sky Sports News, whatever, whatever it is. Um, but he says the reality of it is I am a lot less confident of football finishing this season than I was five, six weeks ago. Uh, and what Jack's just mentioned there, you know, it's that lack of communication of what's going on. Uh, so he says, where we were five, six weeks ago, we, when we weren't doing shows virtually, I was 99% confident about football being completed this season. And I was confident about all competitions, whether it be behind closed doors or in other circumstances. Uh, that's having me part of the League Two owners' discussions over the last few weeks, seeing the complexities and seeing the challenges that the PFA have got with contacts. Also seeing the issues of starting behind closed doors and then a player gets it again, then you have to go into quarantine again and the challenges that exist with fans travelling to potentially uh, to Istanbul. Our fans are so loyal, they will try and get there somehow. And this is part of the problem, isn't it, Jack? You know, I think... I, can't remember someone, I watched a clip of someone yesterday, I can't remember who it was... Um, I'm sure it was a Manchester City fan, but he said, oh, you know, if if the football's back on, I might have been no guy, actually, he's like, um, you know, if the football's back on, I'm, I've got mates that will go to the game, but first off, your mates are fucking stupid for doing that in the first place, but, you know, he's not wrong in the sense of people are clambering for, for anything at the, at the moment, aren't they, particularly, you know, you see, like, you know, David Silva's last game, or Liverpool winning the league, or someone getting Europe, there will be idiots that go out there and go to these games, which poses a huge risk to the Premier League and other leagues continuing. Yeah, absolutely. It's things as well, like we'll be winning our first title in 30 years and, you know, there will be some people that, that do really want to celebrate that in every way they can. And, you know, I, I don't blame them in a way, but there, there are much bigger things out there right now. And, and you know, the, the thing is with, with this is that there's so many issues with continuing the season and, and everything. And I, I know that everybody understands that and everybody knows that football has a very difficult decision to make right now. But it's it's very concerning that you're not really hearing anything. I don't think the players know. I don't think the clubs know. I don't think anyone knows. I don't even think FIFA and the Premier League know right now what's going to happen. But it is like you say, and, and like Gary Neville says, and I am on a, a similar sort of wavelength where every day, I, I'm I'm feeling less and less confident that the season will be finished, and you know I, th- I think the same thing will be said today after this meeting that is always said that they will try and finish this season no matter what. But the longer it goes on, the the more doubtful I I, I become. That 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 communication key that you're talking about there, Jack. You know you're saying the government are coming out every day, and I think a lot of people are, are watching at home because you know it's it's important to our lives and and, what, and what's going on. But it, you know, is it difficult for? owners or chairman or whatever the communication officer for football clubs to kind of say something when like you've just said yourself they're not sure what's going on would you rather have I, I, I get where Gary Neville's coming from of, of the situation but if there's nothing to say rather than come out every day or once every week and go well we don't have an update we're not sure what's going on it depends on what's going on with what the government say that's also pointless isn't it it's a yeah, yeah. hard situation yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a very difficult situation because there's also the fact as well where people say, obviously, 
the government are more important and what's going outside at the minute is more important than football. But I think there are several people desperate for an update because football is so much to their lives that, you know, need to know what's going on and what the plans are moving forwards. Um, and they just keep coming out and saying, look, they'll, they'll try and finish the season. They're desperate to finish the season and, and they'll do it when they can. Um, but actually, the, there's no more real information than that. And I think people are forgetting within this as well that at the end of the day this is people's jobs and people's livelihoods um, and the government uh, are quick to come out and say oh well Premier League players should be taking a pay cut because they earn loads and they can't play football at the minute but actually these players will want to know how long this is going to go on for for them when can they play football again when can they sort out their futures when can they sort out their new contracts at clubs when can they extend their contracts that were due to be up in the summer will it be a two week long pre-season and then it gives players um, more difficulty in finding a new contract somewhere else it's going to be incredibly difficult for, for players right now, just like it is um, for, for people like you and I. So, you know, it's it's a lot a lot that football um, clubs and, and you know, um, things like UEFA and, and FIFA need to do to, to help these players right now, not just us. Yeah, um, let's move on. Um, Rick Parry, if you, those of you have Twitter, will see him trending this morning, obviously a, a former chairman of the Liverpool Football Club. Um, he's the head of the uh, EFL, so we've come out today. Uh, I did have the article, but the music keeps coming on, so I've turned it off. Um, but the EFL, so Championship League 1, League 2, um, are all very many games are going to be streamed either on TV or online for fans to watch the remainder of the season, which are going to be behind closed doors. Again, similar to the Premier League, there's no current date for that, but when, you know, when it's safe and well to do so, that's their plan to go and do that. Um, I, I, when I saw this this morning, Jack, I actually thought that was a good indicator for the Premier League that you know football might come back in, in the circumstances. But you know, after all we just talked about, and depending on the outcome of the Premier League meeting today, it could all still be up in the air. The concern I have with this, and I think it's... A, it's a, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think it's a huge, huge positive because I think we don't often consider fans of other clubs in, in lower leagues. Obviously, we're, we're Liverpool fans, we're obviously centric to, to what we do. But I think it's a huge positive for them and you know, a bit of hope that they might get to go and watch their club. But the one concern that I do have is where's this being shown, or you know, how much have you got to go and pay for this? It's fine if you stream it online, but you know, is is every fan then got to pay thirty pound a month to get to go and watch this game? And obviously, clubs will need to recuperate some money. It's not they're not getting from match day revenues, which I can understand from their point of view, which kind of leaves that up in the air as well, doesn't it? Absolutely. I, I think the Premier League is probably the easiest thing in all this. I think the FL co- complicates everything because, you know, there's a lot less money in that. There's a lot less things involved in terms of television and, and, and stuff like that. And, and these clubs are, are desperate for money and, and rely heavily on, on gate receipts. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think, to be honest, that the best way for me and I, the best idea I see as, as this is actually people are desperate to see football right now. I'd kill to watch Accrington Stanley Rochdale right now as, as something to do. Um, but at the end of the day, the, the thing I'd think would be the most likely thing and, and the best situation here is actually Premier League footballers probably require a lot of, of training and a, a, and a bit of a pre-season before going into this. And actually, the, the best thing would be to delay the start of the Premier League again and have the EFL first, put every game on television from the EFL. And that, that way, people like you and I that wouldn't usually watch the EFL are desperate to watch football and, and are more likely to tune in and, and watch them them sort of games. And therefore, it gives more money to clubs that are desperate and, and that need that money right now. Um, so I, I think that would be the, the best way for these clubs. But again, it, it then makes it hard because 
obviously you've got them not starting at the same time and there'll probably be very few weeks to finish the season as it is. So I think it's very difficult, but I think right now that there is a, a huge problem in, in in the EFL and how clubs are going to continue after this because I think this will really hurt many clubs in the EFL. Yeah, that's interesting. Shout out your thoughts in the comments below. Uh, I did have two more stories, but I'm, I'm going to set them off because I want to get to your comments. Um, which before I do, just a reminder that we've got a live quiz tonight on the Red, main Redmen channel. Um, for half seven last week was an absolute blast. Got Adam Rowe, Aubrey, for the people that remember Aubrey from back in the day. James Sutton is back. Chris is on it this week. Paul is the host, and I feel like I've missed someone off, but you know, join in there. Uh, if you want to go to redmentv.com, it's £5 a month as well. We've got loads of content on that last week. Jimmy Trory interviewed in the Reds News Roundup. Uh, Jose Enrique interview went out as well. We've got the subscriber bonus Q&A. Uh, Chris has interviewed David Maddock this morning, so there's absolutely tons of stuff going on there. So if you need a football fix, uh, it's all downloadable in podcast form as well, so you want to go and check that out. Uh, start your free month. If you don't like it, sack it off. We'll carry on there. Um, I, <laughs> I tried not to laugh while you were talking there because I started reading some of the comments that Tom sent over to me. Uh, Simply Austin said, I can't believe you've got Neil Woodard's live <laughs> on Redmond News. Um, yeah, thanks for that. I, 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 it's very true. Um, Linda Stanley on the, on the kits, Jack says, um, like a few have said, I wasn't sure at first, but the Photoshop picture of Trent has swayed me. She loves it now. Same subject, Johnny Walker. Teal is our colour. It's in our crest. Anti-teal people need to accept this. And that's right, isn't it? You know, the old badge. Referred. There you go. It's on the top of there, isn't it, as well? So, you know, people that don't wear that colour jack just need to get on board, don't they? Yeah, I, I don't understand it personally, as I said before, but, you know, I, I like it. It's a, it's a nice kit, so that's what matters to me. But with every kit, you're going to have people that don't like it and people that do and you know I remember when we changed to a darker shade of red and, and lots of people didn't like that at first and, and then it grew on people so you know people will always have issues with with kits and, and people will always love kits so it will always divide opinion but I like it so there you go. You can't please everyone, can you? Uh, Stephen Somerville, Blue Super Chat, thank you very much. He says, hi, lads, tomorrow is my 21st birthday. I was meant to have a big party, but was cancelled, uh, gutting, and it was going to have a big Liverpool cake. Um, well, happy birthday from us. Uh, everyone at Redman TV, it was a good day in some sort of difficult situation um, because you can't go out and do anything, celebrate it. Well, make sure you save that when you can go out. Just have a big list of parties lined up because I think everybody else has at this point um, we'll leave it there uh, don't forget Redmen quiz tonight half seven join in have some fun we've got loads of prizes to go and give away and we'll be back with Redmen news on Monday I'm going to get this the top off me because it's well too tight and I wish I hadn't put it on uh, have a nice weekend and we'll see you soon ta small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.